Do you obsess over barbecue? Or maybe you're just getting started and want to learn more. Light up the pit and join me, Kurt Mueller, lifelong barbecue fanatic and competitor on the pro circuit as I have the most passionate people in barbecue from pit masters to restaurant owners. Join me on the show, sharing their barbecue journey, their unique tips, tricks, timelines, and techniques that will make sure your barbecue gets better every time you fire up that grill or pit. Welcome to The Barbecue Life. Welcome into the Barbecue Life podcast powered by Hound Hogs Barbecue Supply at Hound Hogs BBQ Supply on Facebook and Instagram. HoundHogsBBQSupply.com is where you can find rubs, sauces, and all kinds of great stuff. So let's get right down into it. So I want to welcome in Mr. Scott Parr. He is the pit master of Cool Hand Q based out of Decula, Georgia. Excuse me. He's also the president of the GBC, which is the Georgia Barbecue Championship. Scott, thanks for taking the time to join us. Welcome. Thank you for having me on, Kurt. So Scott serves a number of different roles. He's he's a competitor like so many of us, so many of our listeners and myself, but he's also the president of the GBC, which is the Georgia Barbecue Championship. And I thought, you know, we would start by camping out on that because I really want to make sure that our listeners wherever they are, understand what the GBC is and what the GBC does and how it helps promote barbecue. So I will turn that over to you, Scott, and let you, you know, educate our listeners on all things GBC. Yeah, well, uh, the Georgia Barbecue Championship, it's a, uh, it's a points race. And what we do is uh, we um, have, um, I'd say kind of a competition. It's a friendly competition uh, with the KCBS events here in Georgia. Uh, we're not necessarily the uh, sanctioning event, but we do work with the organizers. We sanction them for the GBC. And what this allows is, you know, there's there's so many competitions for KCBS that it is extremely difficult for you know, a, a cook to get out there and compete in a points race. With this, this the GBC allows them to compete against one another uh, in the Georgia competitions, build up points, win some tribes, uh, tr- trophies, prizes, uh, get some uh, bragging rights. Uh, plus, the GBC does a lot for the community. We do a lot for barbecue. We do a lot for uh, uh, giving back to the community through some charities. One is serve. One is a uh, the uh, live safe resources, but we like we like to do that. It's something that I didn't know existed until I got into barbecue, and you know, after finding out about it, I'm thinking, yeah, this this is pretty cool. This is a way we can get out here and compete together. And with the pro side of it, all you have to do is compete really in five competitions. Because what we do is, no matter if you compete in 10, 12, we're going to take your five best scores. So your five best overall finishes, your five best category finishes, and we accumulate those up. So, you know, you have, you know, really a a fair chance at it, whether you cook six, seven cooks or whether you cook 12. That's right. I love that part of it. And and you hit the nail right on the head. There are hundreds, maybe even thousands of KCBS contests across the world uh, every single year. And yeah, it's it's virtually impossible, even in the States, just to get to all of them. And so I think it, it's great for cooks that have 
you know, careers or have young families or maybe both, you know, they don't want to drive all the way uh, out to the West Coast or Texas. They can stay in Georgia and still get some friendly competition, as you said. And for our listeners, make sure you take some time. Check out what the Georgia Barbecue Championship is up to. So you can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Georgia BBQ Championship. You can also find them online where you can apply for a membership, which is very, very reasonable. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, $50 a year. Is that correct? $50 a year for pro, uh, 35 for backyard. Uh, and you can still register. Uh, you can register anytime. Uh, but what we do, we have the cutoff date as March 31st. Uh, but you get to accumulate your points if you competed in uh, Sip and Swine or if you're going to compete in Swamp Fest. Uh, so you'll you'll get all those points if you if you compete in them as long as you register by March 31st. Uh, after that, uh, your membership is good, but you're going to start accumulating points from the uh, the contest moving forward. That's right. And again, that's georgiabbqchampionship.org where you can find the application. You can find uh, all the great things the GBC is doing for the community, getting involved with charities, et cetera. So, all right. So let's shift off the GBC just for a second. Let's talk about some barbecue. Let's talk about let's some talk competition about barbecue. So how did all this start for you, Scott? What what got you into this crazy world, hobby, whatever you want to call it, of competition barbecue? How's this journey all start for oh, you? Oh, God, I don't know where it started from. Uh, I always loved cooking barbecue, you know, around the house. We did it on anything we could, whether it was a just a Weber grill or, you know, we'd, we'd move up to uh, other type smokers. But been cooking for a long time course got to watch a little bit of barbecue competition on tv and think you know that'd be pretty cool to go check that out so we went and checked out a few contests and when i say we it's my wife and i Denise, and we looked at it thought well you know this might be something we you know we might enjoy doing we took a class and kind of got a little bit of the scoop on it and started out in backyard so the first contest we ever uh participated in was sip and swine in lawrenceville which just blew me away because the amount <laughs> of teams there and we're backyard. So we get called on the stage for chicken. So we're, we're up there. Next thing you know, we're down to, to the top five and I'm thinking, Oh my God, here we're at top five. And then uh, we were down to top three and we wind up winning chicken. So just blew our mind. Didn't have a clue what we done. Right. I mean, that, that, was, <laughs> that's, that was the crazy thing. Uh, got our war through the envelope on the table. Didn't look at the envelope. Didn't realize there was five hundred dollars in it. So <laughs> I was like, I need to put that in my pocket. So, but yeah, we got a call there in backyard and got a, uh, uh, I think another call in port. There, we finished third overall. Then went to Calhoun, uh, which is a barbecue boogie and blues, and wind up winning grand there. So that was it. I mean, once that happened, then. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, it, what was cool is, is, is the other backyard cooks, uh, which was then was Waylon, it was Tallulah Falls, Swine Midami, you know, all those guys. Uh, it was a fun competition, uh, mm -hmm. you know, amongst the backyards. And, man, we were going to everyone. And that's what the GBC did. I mean, it, we enjoyed the competition, but it really drove us to go and do more. And during that year, I went down to Lyons, Georgia, 
Now, Lions doesn't have a backyard cook, but, you know, KCBS allows you to have, uh, you can cook some pro events, even though your backyard, you're allowed to cook pro. So we go down to Lions, Georgia, and we, we're going to cook in that one. I don't know if you've cooked at that one before. The real we have. School. We cooked yeah. last year. That's right. So first cook down there in pro, we wind up winning pork. So we got first place pork. And they wind up getting uh, seventh place in brisket and eighth place overall, which just blew us away. Like I said, we didn't know what we did right. You know, right. In, in barbecue, you definitely know what you did wrong for, for the most part. But a lot of times it's like, man, what, what did I do right? How do we do that again? So we decided the next year we're going to go ahead and move up and uh, go into the pro side of it. And then uh, after a year or two, COVID hit. <laughs> And really mess things up, but it's 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 coming back. Uh, that was one thing. COVID COVID hurt the GBC in a way that you know the sponsors, uh, as long as the uh, the organizers and everybody else, we were kind of put on hold mm -hmm. uh, for a little bit. But it's coming back very strong. That's great to hear. I, I love to see that you know here in Georgia we've been able to add at least on the GBC points race we've been able to add Swamp Fest this year. Uh, which we're excited about. I know that uh, Derek has uh, been working his tail off to get that thing, to get that thing oh, going. Yeah. So I, I know the city of Waycross is super excited about it. I've seen tons of social media posts, whoever their social media person is, they are on point. So they, they're doing a fantastic job there, but um, I agree. I think that it is, you know, COVID obviously hurt a lot of things, changed life. <laughs> for a oh, yes. um, But yeah, barbecue is no different. Um, and, and I think that it, it, you know, you mentioned, you, you, you hit the nail on the head, sponsors and organizers. And, you know, they were, everybody was, everybody was tightening the belt, so to speak. You know, they didn't want to uh, commit to any, any expenses. They didn't have to. So, right. and that actually, uh, now that we're on talking about sponsors and organizers, that's a good, that's a good tale into what uh, I wanted to ask about. And that is really the future of competition barbecue. And, and if, my listeners that that listen to the show routinely know that I'm very outspoken about this. They know that, you know, I think that we as teams, we as pitmasters need to do more. We need to bring more value to these organizers and not just sit in our RV the entire time, which I know is everybody's right to do. But I'm curious from your take, you know, because you're you're obviously competing, but then you're also, you know, in a leadership position with the GBC. But what do you feel like needs to happen? Not necessarily in Georgia. I think just just as as a whole, what what needs to happen for competition barbecue to regain what I would consider the glory days? And what I'm talking about is you know the the 2012, 2013, 2014, where you know pitmasters was huge and there was just a lot of interest. Basically, about ten years ago. Um, but in your mind, what what needs to happen to get us back to that point? Well, I, uh, I, I, we've got to get out there a little bit more. I was I was there sipping swine, you know, this this uh, couple of weeks ago, and I looked around. And if you're a new guy, you're getting into barbecue, and you walk out there, it can be extremely intimidating. Uh, when you see the rigs, you see all the people, you're thinking, you know, my goodness, how can how could I even think about getting into this? Uh, so, I, you know, I'd like to see more of the small local competitions. It's especially, I, I like to see some promotion, you know, as far as the backyard, just to get people exposed to it. Um, you know, if, you, if you're if you into the backyard part of it, you don't necessarily have, you don't have to have a rig. We've done it in tents and things. And uh, 
I guess just really bringing more and we need to reach out and do a better job, especially GBC. We need to do a better job reaching out to the community and, 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 you know, maybe getting a few of those, uh, the people that are interested, having some maybe um, uh, Saturday uh, demo days or something like that that we could do, you know. Uh, I thought about something that we could have a, uh, a class for uh, Father's Day. You know, I'm sure the wife would like to get the dads out of the house for a Saturday and it'd be a good gift. But, you know, get together and cook some ribs and do that. Uh, the, the, you know, currently the contests are filling up. So Great. it's not a, a lack of, of people filling up the contest. That's definitely happen, happening. But, uh, yeah, we want to see see more people get involved, see, you know, newer faces there definitely to get to get involved with it competition i'm gonna tell you the the georgia teams are tough i think some of the georgia teams here are some of the best competitors out there it's you look at the people that come in that live outside of georgia compete here Mm -hmm. i mean it's a tough field it is you're exactly right that was that was eye-opening at sipping swine a few weeks ago to see I think there was between the backyard and the pro over a hundred teams. I don't know the exact amount, but it was, it was a good bit of folks. But to your point, there was a lot of, a lot of teams, you know, Midwest, Illinois, um, Northeast, Texas. I mean, they're coming a long way. Uh, and, and there's a reason for that. You know, obviously the Sip and Swine is a fantastic festival and it's, you know, mm-hmm. supporting a great cause, but to your point, yeah, we are, we are somewhat, I don't know if I would say blessed, but maybe blessed is the word. Uh, we're, we're lucky that we have the caliber of teams that we do here, right here in Georgia, South Carolina, you know, right here in the Georgia, you know, Carolina area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really close in proximity if you really think about it. So um, that, that I think can be intimidating. Like you talked about, you know, you show up to a, you know, if Sip and Swine is your first ever event, you're, you're probably walking in there with eyes as wide as saucers going, what the heck did I get myself into? You know, but I love what you said about making it more inviting to these newer folks and helping them understand, hey, you don't need to have, you know, a 45 foot diesel pusher RV. I mean, sure, it's nice to have one. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you don't you don't need to have all that to to compete. Uh, at the end of the day, the judges actually, well, most of them, I'm sure, probably don't even care what you drive. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they, they only care about what's in the, what's in that what's in that turn in box. So. I'm glad to hear that the contests are filling up and I think it's getting those, those major sponsors re-engaged, not saying they're not engaged, but getting them more engaged. And that all trickles down, you know, the more, the more interest there, the more sponsors, the more money that's flowing into it and the more contests that that we have. So I couldn't have said any better myself. I mean, I, I think you're, you're right on the money there, just helping these newer teams grow into it, welcoming them. And, you know, it's funny, before we started cooking KCBS, one of the th- big things I heard uh, out there, and, you know, you hear a lot of things out there on the on the barbecue circuit, but one of the things I heard was that, well, you know, KCBS isn't the friendliest bunch, you know, around here. And that is far, that is the furthest from the truth. Uh, yeah. I, can, I mean, I don't know where that came from. Uh, I'm sure there's, you know, like anything else in any big organization, you probably got a few bad apples here and there, but um, yeah, I think that's very far from the truth. I mean, I, I felt, you know, our very first cook was down in Waynesboro at the Boss Hog. Our first KCBS cook was down in down in uh, Waynesboro last year in May, and we're going back again because oh, we yeah, had a good time. A, no, that's a great event. That is, uh, 
that's very cool. You know, they got all the rigs out there. You're in a circle. Uh, the public loves it. Uh, you know, they got a lot for them to do. It's a family event. When we got into barbecue, yeah, it was it was kind of intimidating in a way, and then get to know these people, getting you know the the big names. Uh, but then it actually went from more of competition to uh, uh, just enjoyment of being around the friends that you've made, and 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 I'm sure you've seen that you know since you got into it, you just meet more and more and more people, and you develop re- relationships, and it's 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 a friendly competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're really, I mean, the way I look at it, I'm not out there trying to beat anyone. You know, yes, it's great to hear your name called, but sure. if I don't hear my name called, the thing I want to see the most is what, what are my scores? You know, because here, you know, especially at Sippin's Wine, you can have some great scores and still not get a call. Um, and uh, I remember up in Greenwood one time, I think I only got one call in brisket, but wind up finishing like I think it was seventh overall. Yeah. Um, the scores were there. So it, like I said, it's, it's fun. And I hope that's what we can do. And, you know, any of the board members or anybody that are, uh, I've talked to several people that was interested in GBC and, and what we do in, in competition barbecue. We definitely uh, take the time. I'll talk, you know, whatever I can do, call me, email me. Uh, I'm very quick to respond. So We'll do anything again. You know, the other thing too, Kurt, is there are so many different types of smokers out there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people think, well, I either got to have this, got to have that, this and that. I went through them all. I, I cook on a stick burner. It's a lane. And that's what I've always cooked on. And that's what I'm comfortable with. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they're, they're comfortable with the cans or gravity feeds. It, it really doesn't matter what you're cooking on or how much it costs. It's just how well you can use your tools, you know, that you got. And, and uh, it's learning to use it. Yeah, that's, that's the main thing, getting comfortable with it. That's right. And, you, you, you know, you bring up another great point. I mean, it, it, it's very easy, especially early on, to get caught up in drums and gravity feed and stick burners and all these different types of cookers, pellet grills, you name it. And at the end of the day, I think that I understand why people get stuck on that. But I think if you get stuck on that, you're really getting stuck on the wrong thing. But was, what matters most is the is the man or woman that's <laughs> behind oh, yeah. the cooker. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I've had I've had great barbecue off of just about any cooker you can possibly imagine. So and I think that's the beauty of barbecue as a whole is that it is about family. But it's also there really isn't a you know, quote unquote, right or wrong way to cook barbecue. Now, certainly in the competition space, there are certain, I would say, I'd call them guardrails, like you see on the interstate. There's certain guardrails you should probably stay inside of, or you are, or you're sticking your neck out there and you're, and you're risking it, you know, but bottom line is to your point, you know, I think if your focus is on the cooker, you're, you're likely, you know, focused on, on the wrong thing. And I can't, I can't tell you how many guests we've had on the show that have said that exact thing. They've said, look, you got to know your cooker. You got You got to know it inside and out. You got to know where the hot spots are. You got to know all that stuff. And that oftentimes I think it's, gets overlooked. You know, um, I love the fact that you're cooking on a stick burner. I mean, I think that the truly great 
you know, barbecue pit masters out there can, can cook on just about anything you put in front of them. Doesn't matter if it's indirect, direct, stick burner, drum, pellet grill, they can, they can make some really good, really good cues. So I'm curious though, have you always been a stick burner guy or is that just something that evolved over time? No, I've been a stick burner guy, but I've, I've owned a gravity feed, a water smoker, drums, you name it. And I, I kind of, I feel more comfortable uh, with my stick burner. I had a, uh, one that I pulled with a truck, uh, you know, with a truck, it was on a trailer. And then I wind up buying a cart model. You know, I guess I looked at some of these other smokers and in your mind, you think, okay, well, it might be a little easier. It might hold temp better, but I like this. I like the, I like burning wood. You know, I, I use <laughs> sure. hickory, I use uh, hickory and pecan and cherry. Uh, you know, I could smell it. it and wood is, is, is a seasoning, you know, it's just like a rub or anything else. It's a seasoning. So I've learned to manage a fire. I've learned what size my sticks need to be airflow, you name it. So I'm very, very comfortable and I don't really have to think too much about it. I know people think, well, you know, you're having to feed that fire every 20 minutes. Well, sure, but you know, I don't think anything of it. Right. Uh, that's just part of it, you know. It's what you get used to doing. Uh, but I do like cooking on other things. Sure. But as far as competition goes, I like the stick burner. I like it and uh, – I was talking with Alan Clem one time at Radar and uh, was talking to him about the, the uh, outlaw he had. And, uh, you know, he told me, he said, you know, Scott, he said, sometimes just what you're comfortable with. So that's right. it's like, yep, that, you know, it is. That's what I'm comfortable with. That's exactly right. I mean, that I would never advocate or recommend someone purchase a smoker simply because they saw a, a team uh, next to them that did really well with that smoker. I, I think that that's a recipe for spending a lot of money <laughs> and, and not, and not using it and then figuring out, Hey, this is just not something, this is not my, my forte. I think that when you look at the smokers though, and this is actually something we haven't really touched on much in the show, but when you look at the different styles of smokers, they're like anything else, right? They have advantages and disadvantages. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to camp out on that for a second. I think, you know, with a stick burner, obviously, you know, the biggest advantage in my mind is you get that, as you, as you said, the wood acts as another layer of seasoning that is very difficult, not saying impossible, but very difficult to get that same type of seasoning from any other cooker. Yeah. Uh, and you know that's that goes down to some personally what you like also, right. and you know learning what the judges want. The barbecue I eat here at the house, the barbecue I cook for others, is nothing like the barbecue <laughs> I'm turning in. And I think a lot of people don't understand, it, especially when they get into it. Uh, it's like, man, don't worry about getting your feelings hurt. You know, you you can cook with barbecue, but you know what they're looking for. You have to figure out what those judges want and. Yeah, I'd say it's if you the biggest thing to nail is going to be the tenderness, you know, hitting it right on. You know, you can, as far as the flavor profile, you can get you can get close in that as long as you're not too too hot, too sweet, too spicy. But tenderness, that's that's the one that'll get you, buddy. You gotta you gotta nail that, or the judges will get you on that one. 
Oh yeah. And if I, if, if I remember correctly, I believe that's 60% of your score yeah. uh, tenderness. Yep. So that's, that's a big one. And it makes sense. I mean, if you think about it, if you go out and have a really tender, juicy piece of meat, but the flavors maybe just a little off or the taste is just a little off, you're still probably going to remember that as being a very tender, juicy piece of meat. Oh yeah. On the other hand, if you, <laughs> if you, if you know, if you have a piece of meat that's not as tender, but the taste is great, you're probably going to remember it because it was chewy and tough, yeah. so, you know? So, uh, but I love what you said about, you know, how, uh, the barbecue we make in the competition world and the barbecue that we make at home are two different things. And you're right. A lot of folks, they don't understand that. The way I explain it, and maybe you explain it differently, but the way I explain it to them is, well, look, the judge is taking one bite. So you have to put as much flavor, as much tenderness, and everything in one single bite. That's all you got. And once I explain it, you know, they 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 begin to, you know, to understand, you know, what 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 we're talking about there. So Speaking of cooking barbecue at the house, what is your favorite thing to cook at the house? Oh, God. R wings. Wings. <laughs> no, wings, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that seems to be something we eat at least once a week, a couple times a week. But no, I'm going to tell you, during barbecue season, I can't stand barbecue. I get so much of it. You know, I, <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, no, but fried catfish, wings, something like that. And, and I can cook some... Uh, Good pork rinds too. So, you know, I I like just good old uh, uh, pulled pork. I mean, but uh, I like my pulled pork with vinegar, yep. spicy, a lot of bark on it. You know, I, I almost burnt. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I like here at the house. Now, are you cooking those wings on the lang, or are you cooking them over some direct heat? I've done them both. I've, I've cooked them on the lane before. That's one thing we did. We do for live safe resources is we'll wind up cooking about 500 wings uh, wow. there. And when they have their uh, fundraising and that when I say we, I'm talking about like six to eight other teams. So I'll, I'll smoke them on that lane and then flash fry them. Yep. Uh, I've got a little fryer there that I'll throw them in and just crisp them up a little bit. But yes. Wings, yeah, I, I, I love that. So. What's your go-to for the for for your rub and and your sauce for the wings at, at the house? What's your, you know, I'm killer sure you're wings. like me. You probably got a whole shelf of, of rub. Yeah, but yeah. What's your, killer hogs. What's your, what's your go-to? Yeah, killer hogs hot is is a good one. And then I got your uh, slap your mama Cajun seasoning, the extra hot, not just the normal, the, the extra hot, and that 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 really adds a kick to it. But then I'll go to uh, is the Frank's Honey Garlic, I believe is what they got, a little honey garlic and a little bit of that on there. That that goes that goes very well together. But then outside of that, just some just some good old buffalo, you know, sauce is is good. But it, the kids they don't even want to go eat wings anywhere else as long as dad can fry them here. <laughs> so so you so it sounds like you become a. Uh... Or you're close to becoming a wing master then. Oh, no, 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 no. I cooked wings last year. We went and cooked in our uh, help Willingham's uh, World Championship Barbecue. We uh, helped them up at Memphis in May. And that was my uh, ancillary was the uh, wings. And nah, they, they didn't like my wings as much as uh, the kids do. So, <laughs> but, hey, well, 
We're going to, we're going to give it another shot. So we'll see what we can come up with. There you go. There you go. Well, I, I, I love that. And uh, for, for our listeners, again, that's Killer Hogs Hot is the go-to. Killer Hogs Hot. Yeah, and slap your mama. That's not slap your daddy, the uh, Harry Sue. It's slap your mama. That's a good seasoning. Uh, that's a good seasoning on pork rinds. If anybody's cooking pork rinds at the house, which I don't know many that does. But, uh, yeah. That's pretty good. I, I, lo- I love that. That's that's awesome. And so now that I hear you correctly, you're going to be going to Memphis in May again this yep. year? Yep, we're going to Memphis in May again. Very cool. So for our listeners that don't know, that is considered by many to be the World Championship Barbecue Competition held every May in Memphis. I think there there's less teams this year. I think I believe they had a change of venue, uh, yeah. but there's about 100 teams, if I uh, remember correctly, on, on some of the posts that I saw. I so that's a- 180, I believe. Uh, I don't know how many is in the shoulder division. Paul Holder with uh, Williams, though, he invited us back along with uh, the rest of the crew that was there last year. So, yeah, I mean, we feel pretty good about it. We're gonna we're gonna change things up a little bit. We're gonna carry that stick burner up there with us and see what we can come up with. You know, one thing you, you talked about wings and made me think. I've seen recently that there's some teams actually turning in wings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, have you ever thought about that? I've thought about it. I, you know, I, I'm a thigh guy, and. Uh, yep. It's hard for me too. I, you know, I sometimes I do good and with my chicken, and sometimes I don't. Uh, I'll tell you, there's there's something about. And I, I will say when we talk about cookers, you know, I've taken some classes. Uh, I've, I've I've been with you in a few classes. I think you were at, uh, Brian Jarvis's. I think it was the first. Yep. Year. Last year. Yeah. And uh, so. And, but I listen to the others and how they cook their wings. I mean, not their wings, excuse me, their thighs or their chicken. And you know what? I found out that a lot of different techniques, a lot of different recipes, it just does not work on a stick burner. It doesn't. Uh, so, you know, I have to stick with sure. what I'm used to and kind of tweak where I'm at. I mean, there's a, there's a, a lot of good cooks out there and they do a great job and what they teach in these classes are great. And there's a, there's a, vast amount of knowledge you can get from those classes uh but if you think you're going to walk away from a class and just rock it because you're cooking their recipe you're kidding yourself because it's it's not that easy you know uh like i said you have to learn your equipment and you got to know what you can do what you can't do so as far as my thighs yeah i've kind of i'm i'm sticking with the same recipe i did when i was in backyard and at sipping swine haven't changed much from that well, it seems like it's working. I can probably take a few pages out of your book. I am guilty as charged when it comes to changing up things that we do. Uh, sometimes on a whim, which I know is like the number one cardinal <laughs> cardinal sin in uh, competition barbecue. Uh, so I'm working on that. I'm working on that aspect of it. But again, for our listeners, we're chatting with Scott Parr. He's the president of the Georgia Barbecue Championship. He's also the pitmaster of Cool Hand Q. You can find both the GBC and Cool Hand Q on Facebook and Instagram. Also, if you're a team out there or you're looking to get into this, reach out to Scott. He's very approachable, very knowledgeable about this, always willing to help. GeorgiaBBQChampionship.org. Membership is very, very reasonable. $50 a year for pro, $35 a year for backyard. And again, if you've got an LLC, 
that is tax deductible. So uh, just throwing that out there. But uh, Scott, very last question as we wind down and really has to do with the newbies, right? The folks that are on kind of the sidelines that are looking at this and going, okay, do I jump? Do I not jump? What words of wisdom, what advice do you have for those people that are contemplating getting into competition barbecue or maybe just took that first step? What What would you say to those folks, knowing what you know now? I'm at, do it. And, and I would uh, go to a contest, talk to people, um, you know, go there on Friday afternoons, go, go, uh, don't talk to anybody until after two o'clock, uh, Saturday, cause, uh, they're not approachable then. And, uh, but no, go on Fridays, talk to the people. I mean, there, there's so many people there. Uh, if you're, if you're looking at getting into it, definitely, you know, look at what you can do as far as the backyard end of it. Now I will say this. Kurt, this is a, the big step from people going from backyard. The biggest thing I hear from backyard to pro is the cost of a brisket. I will tell you this. I cooked prime for many years. And I said I'm not going to cook a Wagyu until I nail a prime. And, buddy, you can get, you can get good scores and you can get calls using a prime. It, as long as you learn how to cook it. And that's what I did, man. I meant learn to get all you can out of it. And then, yeah, you might, you might move up a point or two, but you know, if you're not hitting in the 172, 173 with a prime, you need to keep working on it. And then, uh, yeah, if you cook a Wagyu, it can, it can, it can buff you up a few more points. And a prime, you can get a prime. You know, it's, it's they're not expensive. And, you know, I was paying sixty-five, seventy-five dollars. So right. people shouldn't get intimidated on that or the cost of the, I would say, the competition meat. Uh, look, I've known guys that's gotten one eighties with a ninety-nine cent per pound Kroger pork <laughs> butts, and I'm I'm not the for fact, uh, you know, and, and ribs from Costco. So, you know. Once you, I think, nail it and you learn what you need to do, talk to others, you know, don't necessarily ask other people what to do. Tell them what you're doing. You know, tell them this is what I'm doing. And, you know, they'll, you know, I tell you, well, maybe you ought to try this or try that. You know, this is what I did when, when you know, when I was doing things that way or, but, you know, ask for advice and, like I said, I think everybody is pretty well approachable, but uh, you know, it's a, it's a it's a hobby. You can make it a very expensive hobby, or you can get out there and have fun and have some good you know good friendly competition. That's really where you need to be at. I don't know, you know, Kurt. When you decided to jump into this, what I'm, now I'm turning it around. I'm asking you. There you go. I like it. What, uh, what caused you to get into it? What what attracted you to it? The realization that my creative outlet is barbecue. Long story short, had some friends over August of 2021. We were cooking out. One of them said to me, hey, I think your creative outlet is barbecue. Yeah. And for my entire life, I'd always told myself, I'm not creative. I'm not creative. But I viewed that. I viewed creativity as the more traditional, you know, art, sculpture, painting, et cetera. And, and that, that comment right there, I reflected on that comment for about three weeks. 
And it just, it just really hit me. And I finally said, I called up a good friend of mine and I said, and he's, you know, he's a big barbecue guy. And I said, Hey, I think we can compete. Let's just do it. You know? So, but the short answer is just the realization that this was my, you know, creative outlet. And it also filled that competitive uh, spirit that I have, you know, I I still have that. I still like to compete and, you know, like you said, hear your name called. So I think those are the two things, realizing I was creative with it. And then also it was kind of fulfilling that competitive side that I've always had to that, that all came together. And yeah, here we are. So what, uh, when you, when you started going into it, I'm, I'm sure you thought of it as one, one way now that you've been doing it for a couple of years now, uh, what's your view on it? How's it changed? I would say, well, first and foremost, it's what we already talked about. And that is the competition barbecue and regular barbecue are two totally different things. I had no idea about that. And I'm glad I took that class uh, back in January, the the uh, Atlanta Barbecue Store Classic, because I literally, uh, no lie, would have probably just thrown in some pulled pork in the pork box, <laughs> you know. Um, so that that's number one, for sure. Secondly, I would say the, the really uh, just the, the family, the barbecue family, right. You know, it was very obvious to me early on that it's a very tight knit community. It's a very welcoming community. And I think those that, those that have this, this, this notion that it's that this sanctioning body or that sanctioning body is not welcoming. I really think that's all in their head. I think that maybe they need to take a look in the mirror right. uh, because Regardless of where I've cooked, whether it's been uh, we've done an MBN. In fact, you know we we placed we got fifth down in Pig Jig, and right. mainly because uh, uh, Marcio with Hog Addiction gave us some great pointers right yeah. there on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but for so to answer your question, I think for me it was just the realization that regular barbecue and competition barbecue are different, and then secondly, that family and just how tight knit and how supportive you know the family can be. So I think those two things are what what I really have a better, a much better understanding of now. Right. As opposed to when I, when I first got into it, cause we just, you know, you just, you don't know what you don't know. Um, but I always said from day one, I said, look, if we're going to compete, I want to compete with the very best there is, you know, uh, what's the word? I don't, uh, find any sort of comfort in beating the weekend warriors. I want to go up against the folks that are top five, top 10 in the country. Oh yeah. You know? yeah. And and as you said earlier in our talk in our discussion, the, the great thing is is that those folks, top five, top ten teams are coming to Georgia, are coming to, you know, uh Festival Discovery in Greenwood. Oh yeah. You know, we had some monster teams there last year. I'm sure we'll have, you know, same caliber of teams there this year too. So um I think that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I could go on and on and on. I love this stuff. I know you do too. And uh, I think the the words of wisdom that you've had today are, are, are eye opening. Uh, I know I've been you know taking some notes myself. Uh, and again, for our listeners, we're talking to Scott Parr. He's the pitmaster of Cool Hand Q. He's also the president of the Georgia Barbecue Championship, GeorgiaBBQChampionship.com. You can find him on Facebook too, Georgia BBQ Championship. Check out all the cool things they are doing. Get involved. Very reasonable uh, annual fee to be involved there. And uh, Scott, we appreciate you coming on the show. Enjoy the discussion, sir. Appreciate you having me. Thanks so much for listening to The Barbecue Life. Share this episode with a buddy who loves barbecue or is just starting to get into it. Follow us for more on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
Talk to you next time. Keep calm and smoke on.